Bye. Oh, no. You know what that means. Cudlow time. Must be Larry Cudlow coming up. Yep, that's Larry Cudlow, the one and only. The cavalry is coming, Larry Cudlow. Hi, kids. Look at you. You got your own theme song. I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we have to well, hear it a second time. Are we going to win this war against uh, what the heck is going on in our country? Well, the cavalry's coming. <laughs> That's all I can say. The cavalry's coming. Um, I'll say this. Uh, the number one problem is still inflation. The Fed hasn't solved it. We got announcements from the Fed and Jay Powell. They were kind of soft, if you ask me. They're going to have to work much harder. And until the Fed gets the inflation rate down, John, the risk of a the recession will continue to loom larger and larger. The stock market was down for the sixth straight week. Uh, that's been a long time since we had that. Today's jobs report was okay. It was a little light, but on the whole, it was okay. We're not in a recession right now. But uh, this week, we got news that labor costs uh, are up over 7%. So the wage component of inflation continues to get more deeply embedded into the economy. The price component, of course, we know about with a 8.5% CPI. And um, wages are going up, but inflation is going up more. So the Fed's got a lot of work to do. Well, That's all I can say. Larry, uh, you're, you're, we're talking about the Fed raising interest rates to bring inflation under control. But let's flip, our, or let's flip the, the other side. The, the other side is if the, if the White House opened up the energy of North America, the inflation would come under control, too. Well, it would certainly help. I mean, there's a bunch of supply-side things that could be done to boost uh, production. Uh, one of them would be to quit threatening to raise taxes. Another one would be to pull back on all this overregulation of oil and gas and pipelines. Um, all these NEPA regulations, which, by the way, are going to stop the building of roads, highways, and bridges. So all that would help. But on the demand side, look, they pump too much money in from federal spending and the Fed's money printing. So you're going to have to attack both sides. Uh, we'll have to. I don't see your, think you're going to get any supply side help until uh, Congress changes hands. And even then, it's going to be difficult because the Bidens are determined to uh, overregulate the economy. So it's left up to the Fed. And the Fed is very cautious. I mean, they're kind of like whitewashing this. Um, one of the former vice chairs of the Fed, Richard Claret, has said today in the paper they're going to have to take their target rate up to 35 to 4% at least. Uh, I don't know where he's been the last year and a half, but in any case, he's probably right. <laughs> you, you might as well destroy the real estate industry because when the rates go up that high, and then I, I believe you're going to have uh, uh, home problems, uh, homes being sold. You know, it's that um, mortgage rates have skyrocketed. I mean, they've gone up almost three full percentage points. But look, a, if the Fed stops printing money, and if they do raise their target rate, I think that would bring long rates down. Okay, so the 10-year, which is the benchmark treasury, 
broke through 3% this week. That's the first time. And everybody's been waiting for that. It's almost doubled in the last uh, 15, 18 months. But see, so much of that is a worry about future inflation. And so if the Fed could conquer those fears by taking strong, decisive actions, then I think you would see long rates stabilize and actually come down as the Fed target rate went up, uh, assuming the Fed um, stops buying bonds and printing new money. It's just, you know, I don't think there's any confidence in J-PAL, okay? I, I think that's the long and the short of it. I and think there's a lack market. of confidence in, in all of Washington right now, including uh, most of the people that uh, uh, President Bush has appointed. Biden. Oh, no, President, President Biden. Biden. Wish, Biden. Yeah, wishful thinking. Yeah, well, <laughs> Bring back Bush. <clears throat> ever, yeah, ever, since, ever since I left town, John, you've lost confidence. Ever since that's I left it. Washington, you, you came back to New York confidence. and uh, see what happened? <laughs> New York got better. Washington got worse. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, look, you're going to have to deal with these problems. These are legitimate problems. You've got a wage price spiral. Uh, you've got a very lackluster Federal Reserve chair. Uh, you want to get stuff done on the supply side of the economy. That means you got to stop regulating. But you have a stubborn, progressive president who wants to regulate. He doesn't like business. He doesn't like oil and, ga- and gas. He doesn't like pipelines. He says he likes bridges, roads, and tunnels and infrastructure. But his own people have administered uh, this NEPA regulation, National Environmental Policy Act, in such a way as to calculate direct and indirect and cumulative uh, carbon emissions problems, that's going to rule out so many things uh, that you and I want them to do. So you've got a very progressive, uh, very stubborn, progressive policy going on, which by and large the country is rejecting. That's why I say the cavalry is coming. I just hope we... um, we can wait. We've got to wait another four, five, well, six months. We have to wait till November, and uh, hopefully uh, either that or they make changes now because they're afraid the cavalry is coming, one or the other. Well, yeah, I hope so. I mean, we kept waiting for the reset, but the reset, you know, is not coming. This is not a Bill Clinton situation. This is a Joe Biden situation. Bill, Clinton's were, very, Bill Clinton's were a lot smarter. Yeah, well, I think you're probably right. Or at least I will say Bill Clinton was a much better politician. Because remember, a good politician has his or her ear to the ground. And when the ground is telling you to change, you change. This crowd, you've got a bunch of ideologues. I mean, Newt Gingrich is late. It's big government socialism. The progressive agenda is very unpopular. And I think they're going to go down fighting. That's what's going to happen. So, Larry Kudlow. Thank you for everything you've done for our country and continue to speak out for our country and have a a great weekend and enjoy the weekend. And we will be listening to you on Saturdays between 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock on WABCradio.com and 770 on your dial, the number one show on Saturdays. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Thanks. (laughs) Let's go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to come back with Dr. Sebastian Korka, and he has a few insights about what's going on in Russia and Ukraine.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 